Hi, a big hello and welcome to my show Unbound. I'm your host Mamta. A space curated for real stories of people from different walks of life who have sailed through uncharted waters and lived to tell their inspiring story. Unbound is a deep dive into their journeys to unravel, unearth, uncover various facets of their lives as they remain unstoppable and continue to do the unthinkable. As they open up about their life with me, I'm sure you will find nuggets of wisdom to live unbound too. So let's unbound together. Today I have a great fortune of having a very very special guest on the show. Not only has his pursuits taken him to the world, but his passions has made it fun too. Let's welcome Amit Rana, General Manager Holiday Inn New Delhi International Airport. Hello Amit. Welcome to my show Unbound. Hi. How are you doing today? Fantastic, fantastic. I think it's a pleasure. I have been hearing and listening to your podcast in past and I think I've turned a big fan. Oh, that's so sweet. So, Amit, I mean after this long order of things that you have done in over 2 decades of your professional life, just my request to you is introduce us to that Amit who is not known to us. Who is Amit Rana? So, Amit Rana is somebody who loves hospitality. Amit Rana is somebody who's grown up in the hospitality and has truly believed that something that I'm really passionate about. I've traveled the world uh, and I really think I'm grateful to hospitality industry that that's taken me to different places. So tell me a little about your family, your background, where do you come from, your parents? I'm a Delhiite so I grew up in Delhi. I went to school in Delhi then after my school I was fortunate enough to travel to Australia. I did my hotel management there, graduated from the Blue Mountains International Hotel Management School. that's in sydney about 2 hours from sydney post that after graduation and the course itself was designed in such a way that you had 6 months of study and you had 6 months of work so cultural acceptance to australia and i was fortunate to see and travel across australia right from sydney to melbourne to alice springs to brisbane to cairns to port macquarie all across australia as a continent i think i've seen more of australia at that time as might have australians have not seen so I was fortunate so I really thank that you know that that university phase got me to see a big continent which you know is very very close to my heart So how did you find your first seedlings into this profession so did it just happen by chance or was there someone in your family who was into this profession someone inspired you how did your game and your passion for food Absolutely. So you look. I still remember. My father was a bureaucrat, and I grew up in a bureaucrat family. I still remember walking up the stairs, and we used to visit a lot of five-star hotels. And that time, Taj Palace was a hotel which I visited very frequently with my parents. And as a ten-year-old, I would walk up those stairs and wonder that, look, what is this fascinating life around? You know, this is something that I am going to. work around and become you know a great hospitality person one day so how did you develop the interest in this line of work so i still remember you know as i said as a kid uh, a croissant was something and when i was 10 year old was not something which was very much accepted in our society or in our culture or in you know as a staple 
So, you know, looking at a croissant, you would wonder, what is it, a bread? Is it some kind of a pastry? That's something which really made me, you know, research about food and read about food and explore. Little, you know, uh, access uh, with that time. We didn't have YouTube. We didn't have uh, Instagram or Facebook or anything to research. So I went around looking at shelves with cookery books and, and explored and asked questions to chefs and people. And that's what made me inquisitive about food, different ingredients. And I experimented this at home. So that is what derived me to my passion today in hotel industry. Wow. So what makes you unbound, Amit? I still remember my parents dropping me at the Indira Gandhi Airport in Delhi and saying farewell and bye-bye that you start your new journey. That was a transforming moment and it was very scary. I was very emotional. I was a spoiled teenager who had never stepped out of home. But saying that bye-bye and accepting to a new world, which was unknown, a territory which I had never been to, really made me the individual that I am today. Wherever I am today, I thank to that step that I took when I was 17. If I hadn't done, I wouldn't have been doing what I'm doing today. So what now? I mean, at the age of this 17, that you landed in a, a territory which was totally unknown, a zone which you were not acquainted with, you didn't know people, you didn't know the food, the culture. How did you firm up your ground? How did you begin your start all over again in a city like that? So look, I still remember leaving India in June 1997 and landing in Singapore, which is the world which was very different. And then landing finally in Sydney, which was freezing cold. Imagine. So I was wondering, here I am, who's traveled from India in June with 50 degrees of to 45 degrees of temperature. And in Sydney, it's freezing. I had to put my jacket on and come out of the airport. So it was a cultural shock. And, you know, being a 17-year-old India with the culture that we came from was still not that much openness was not there. So the biggest shock was looking at a different society which had completely different rules, which had completely different ways of, you know, living life. It was all, you know, Australia as a community and Australia as a world is very, very fun-loving, laid-back, and they know how to enjoy life. So Australians have a different culture. Coming back from India, where we, you know, work in that you've got to save for the rainy day and all of that. So that, that was a different world altogether, which was a big cultural shock for the first six months. What about uh, judgments? Judgments that you may have faced from others? And And you're so right. You know, when you're growing from a rank-and-file role to a mid-level management to a senior-level role, to a general manager role, you're on a stage with a camera and lens on. Everybody has a point of view about you as an individual. And I think what has truly helped me is being genuine, being truthful, being uh, somebody who respects the industry, uh, being somebody who has truly believed that integrity is something that goes a long way. And I think I really want to mention that wherever I am today, I mean, I'm in my career, I've remembered one thing that A, that vision, the goal, whatever I had, uh, but one person and one one individual in my life who's really, you know, helped me and supported me to reach where I am today is my wife. I think without her support, I wouldn't have been doing what I'm doing today. So you just made this quote come true, right? That behind every successful man, there is a woman. 
How beautiful. Her name is Mansi. Mansi is somebody who I've been married for now 20 years. I'm sure when you must have got married and that's how with the beginning of any partnership or commitment, right? You Even you don't know sometimes where you're headed for because life and circumstances and events, they keep evolving and changing. So how have two of you really managed to keep it all going for you and your profession? Does she also travels around with you wherever you go? So internationally, we have traveled together. Um, I think when I was in Oman, when I initially got married, from 2004 uh, to 2007, we were together. Then I came back to Delhi in 2007. Is uh, Again, she was with me. But then when I traveled to Cochin, that was a different world. So for two years, she was in Delhi. My son was studying in, in Delhi. So that was an investment that we both did together. And so from 2000, 2004 to 2007, we were in Oman together. And when I came back, uh, I was... Um, together till 2013. 11 to 13, I was in Cochin. That's when my wife supported and said, look, this is a new phase of life. You're going to a new place. Why don't you adjust to it? And then we'll take it. So I think that support and that that push and that confidence that we took each other. And we both believe that, you know, both of us are like two spokes of a bicycle. She holds the front of the spoke and I am the back uh, of the spoke. So without each other's support, the bicycle will not run. So I think beautifully together uh, with her support, I was able to drive my career and she was holding the family front and making sure that uh, managing me, my daughter and my son in, in a most amazing way. This is such a sweet sharing, Amit. I must say this juncture, it is so touchy and so beautiful to see that you regard and acknowledge the part and the role of your spouse in your life with such grace. I have seldom come across people who really acknowledge, you know, their partners for their success. Also, at this point, I would want to ask that what about her own aspirations and ambitions? Is she professionally or otherwise for a hobby, pursuing anything? Does she actually get time to do anything other than manage you and home and family? No, no. She's very passionate about few things in life. She's very passionate and she's become a little bit of foodie because of my influence over her when she's tried and traveled. Uh, but otherwise, uh, she's she's somebody who's very creative. She she likes weaving. She's very fond of knitting, and I rarely rarely see that now in today's world. Uh, she's very creative, and she's very focused about. I still remember she making a, a very nice sweater out of you know uh, knitting for my son and my daughter, and you know that's rarely to be seen. Usually, you know, uh, I've seen a lot of people buying the stuff too. So that passion comes around that. She loves making candles. So that's a passion that she, you know, evolved around. Uh, again, you know, uh, my son started son, uh, learning German. She got hooked on to it. And about five years back, she decided to go to college and do a short-term course from Delhi University. And she did a German course. So I supported all of that. You know, I said, absolutely. I said, look, it doesn't matter what age uh, are we in life. If you feel that this is something which is your passion, take it off, you know, make sure that we don't uh, leave this. And, and you know, uncertainty is something which all of us have learned during these two years. Uh, we should not repent that, look, I didn't do this. And I think 
So that's something, you know, kudos to her that she's always done and I've always supported uh, whatever she wanted to do. So Mansi, this is a big shout out to you for really being who you are and putting yourself totally out there for your husband, for your family. It's really the women like you who make this world a better place. So kudos to you, girl. Absolutely. Round of applause for her. I would really round of applause for her. Awesome. And we are just so, so proud of both of you. At Unbound, we believe in the power of unhinged minds and untamed ideas of people from all walks of life. As we sit to talk with some of them, we are listening to your voice too. So, share your ideas, thoughts or takeaways from this podcast as a review on Apple Podcast or just drop us a message on Instagram at the rate d.mamta that is at the rate d.mamta You can also mail us at unboundwithmamta at gmail.com and remember to subscribe and follow this podcast and stay connected with us so now if I were to ask you what are the things that inspire you are the people places books thoughts conversations what really inspires Amitrana I love watching I love listening and one person who I I follow and I, I refer to Time and again, probably during Instagram, which is what is Gopal Gaur. I think he's somebody who teaches you. Robin Sharma is another person who I refer to where I look and read his quotes. And I think they're very realistic. They tell you in life the reality. And we sometimes, you know, forget importance and important things in life. And they give you kind of a speed breaker to realize that, look, my friend, this is not just life. You have to respect the fact that you are alive and kicking after what we've seen in the last two years, you know, in COVID times as well. So when you refer and read these quotes, they kind of, you know, help you to stay happy and to be thankful and fortunate to God. Wow. Gopal Gaur, somebody, you know, I also personally take a lot of inspiration from and certainly the monk who sold his Ferrari. So any one liner, any quote that is always on the top of your mind? from them? I think there were very nice few videos which I remember of Gopal Gaur where he's mentioned and he's given story around, you know, two employees who join a company at the same time, yet one was successful, one was not. So that whole narration, the way he's explained that is very beautiful. He's saying that it's not just doing a job, it's running a show and you got to be an entrepreneur in today's world. You know, it's not just, you know, it's just doing a job. It is also looking at how well and if you don't have that entrepreneurial job, a GM's job becomes much more difficult. You can't run somebody's business if you think it and take it as a, just a you know nine to six uh, in hospitality in or I think in any any industry in the world, you got to run a business like you own it. So what about some vices or conflicts or detractors, criticism? I'm sure aapke bhi hisse mein apni struggle to definitely aai hogi. How have you dealt with all of this in your professional journey? There's a very old song, which I, again, you know, again, Australia, I learned and I heard and I kept on, I keep on just hearing this and I believe. Can I guess that yeah, song please, for please. you? Is that uh, Mein Zindagi Ka Saath Nibhata Chala Gaya? <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> actually, it resonates to the same thing. It re-
what the song is it's an australian band which has it's a, you get knocked down and you get up again but you get knocked down again so you get knocked down you get up it's so if you're fond of shazam you sing the song and it will pull it up for you otherwise i think you i very strongly believe that this song is something which teaches you that look life knocks you down every day but if you don't if you're not brave enough to get up you will get knocked down again and if you're not getting up again you will get knocked down again so you got to have that courage you got to have that spirit of life which makes you a fighter like mohammed ali and you become somebody saying bring it on my friend i will walk into this and come out as a winner because i know my focus is very clear i know that the disruption the noise which is around the space is not going to deviate me from the journey that i am heading towards So quickly moving to my next question Amit so what are those things in your life that put you back in your zen state or they bring you back to your anchor So I think uh, meditation is something that I got hooked on to for last uh, especially 2 years I was always a firm believer and I always had this zen moment and I have devoted this first 10 15 minutes of my for last I think last I think 20 years I have devoted 5 10 minutes and I do this spiritual time that that is something which i sit before and thank god for wherever i am today and i think that is something which is the most zen moment for me where i completely cut myself off from the world and just say thank you to uh, wherever and whatever i am doing today i wasn't expecting this from life and i am i'm thankful that today whatever i have got and whatever in future i have look it's garbage in garbage out that's a term that we've all heard in life if you put garbage in it will always be garbage out if you are investing and if you're focused i don't think success can go away from you how about movies and books and travel amit does any of this really influence you or your decision in life so i think one hindi movie which just came to my mind was jo jeeta wahi sikandar wow <laughs> that is one movie which i have seen again about i have lost count i mean i've, I've seen that that many times and then one movie which again stick to my mind is invictus that is morgan freeman mad damon you know that movie teaches you that nothing in life is impossible you know teamwork leadership how important that is in today's life and in any form or any industry that you're in whether you're an entrepreneur whether you are working as a general manager whether you are somebody who's doing a you know a chef's role or any any role in life that movie teaches you nothing is impossible wow i'm going to certainly put this on my watch list is this available it's on netflix all right it's on netflix you definitely should watch it and i'm sure you will call me absolutely i'll do that so amit last two years i think has been a time of crisis and challenge world over I would just like to know from you that as a sector coming from an industry such as hospitality what has covid been for you all and what kind of a learning or an experience has been in your personal life or personal realm what are the teachings and learnings so i think the biggest definition for me and that i've learned is living with uncertainty that is something which none of us was experienced enough or knew a definition about post covid uncertainty is something that has changed definitions in in a lot of ways planning has changed definition in a lot of ways respect towards life has changed importance towards 
very small things that you did not care about earlier made a big big difference to you so i think being humble and being thankful for as much as getting a bed in the hospital at that time so those are some things which probably did not even money could not buy has taught us lessons for life and everybody and everybody who survived covid will never be able to forget that what we have seen during those uh, two years which were very very painful okay and how about professionally have you seen the whole shift happening with covid as far as hospitality sector is concerned have you seen the entire landscape changing what has it brought at a professional line look there are certain things and i'm very grateful to intercontinental hotel group the company that i've been with for last 18 years i'm very grateful to the company that the decisions that the company has taken and the direction that we got from the senior leadership has really helped us to support colleagues and to be sustaining that self was not something that was written out of a standard operating procedure that you could pull up the book or an encyclopedia which gave you a recipe to it or a formula to run so it was a basic instinct and it was learning that you were evolving every day your planning was for that day and next day because of the uncertainty that we were in you had to plan a different way but i think i'm grateful to the organization that i've worked with uh, that the caring attitude the whole persona towards or the whole importance towards the moment of uh, taking care of people and caring of associates colleagues and guests were, were always used as a lens for decisions so would you say some of these practices have changed forever as far as hospitality is concerned look travel will always be something that people are going to do it's not going to stop it's only a stop gap arrangement that had happened people have started travel stop started again but the new thing which have started is virtual world that we didn't get exposed to earlier i think that is something which with the technology coming virtually things will become delivery something that always will be will always be part of you know which wasn't part of our life you know swiggy zomato has become more popular which didn't exist post pre covid so i think these are something which will well said amit now coming to your current role and position as the gm for holiday in international new delhi tell me how's life look i mean during covid it did disrupt and uh, there were certain changes that we adapted to like you know you would never see a five star hotel getting into delivery swiggy zomato i think every hotel in delhi and ncr now is doing it there are chains and there are companies who have done different vertical to it what we realize is that the virtual world and virtual whether it was lunch or dinner we delivered even food to people during that time as a company and as a hotel while they were sitting at their homes are using different modes which have come like you know services which didn't exist probably 2 years before so i think the adaptation this is a evolving procedure and process which will not stop technology something which will become more and more with 5g launching with all of this i think virtual world is the new wave travel will still continue but technology is something that we have to embrace so just tell us and take us through your life or a day in your life a day in the life of a gm of the hotel holiday inn look you know as much as you want to plan every day teaches you a different lesson and i think there are certain days where if you don't learn and if you don't get taught a lesson you feel that you've not achieved that day or that day was not fruitful so every day is different and you got to come with that whole point of view of saying that i'm going to learn and i'm going to teach two different things today 
there's no set pattern but otherwise i think the whole um, the hotel from a general manager's role you got to be making sure with the guest lens and you got to making sure through a asset manager lens how maintain guest experience is taken care properly so those protocols are something which are very very important in a general manager's uh, you know role and of course staff well being our associates are most important assets to us their well being and their happiness is, is uh, definitely very important i know how much of a foodie you are amit tell us about some of your adventures some of the world food or some of the best foods that you've ever had five maybe i think italian is one thing which indians are really fond of and in fact we are opening a italian restaurant uh, we've just opened uh, the italian restaurant la osteria bella oh wow congratulations to the whole team that's great thank you thank you so tell us at least about one must try at la osteria bella amit we would definitely want to make a visit I think the pizzas, pizzas in the, the pasta, the risotto is phenomenal. The grills are, uh, you know, amazing. I think we do a great dessert as well. The tiramisu is the icing or the cherry on top. So, for those of you who may not know that, if you talk Italian food, you got to got to try out Losteria Bella, which is opened at Holiday Inn, Eros City, New Delhi. It's a contemporary Italian restaurant which is offering the finest and the freshest flavors of Italy. So I am certainly making a trip down to La Osteria Bella very very soon, Amit. <laughs> Absolutely. But tell me about your palate. What is the kind of food that is most delectable for you? Is it Indian? Is it Italian, Chinese, Japanese? What kind of food do you really like? So Italian, as I said, one number two is Spanishian. I love Japanese food. I love Chinese. I I love Arabic food, and then I'm really fond of you know. I know there is nothing called American or Australian food, but of course you know those teach you a different word of non-vegetarian aspect of element of life. So these are some foods and fusions that I'm really fond of. Okay, tell me about the biggest adventure, one and one biggest misadventure that you've had with food by far. <laughs> again when i land down under australia has taught me i've never had a crocodile way back in 97 i had a crocodile the first time in my life an emu a camel that was you know something that i hadn't tried and the most difficult or most um, you know there's a program online i'm sure i don't know if you've heard it's called andrew zimmer and he tries world's weirdest foods you know uh, he tries everything walking crawling and and I, i've only done one thing which is frog legs which are actually a french delicacy but that's something that i've tried so something that you've really enjoyed was it really delectable all these food items that you just talked about <laughs> i don't think i would make this a staple part of my diet i am okay only eating chicken you know lamb and uh, you know sticking to fish and seafood uh, certain thing which i would definitely once in twice but not something that i would you know, look at forward to having it again and again so just share with us one food anecdote which is like the funniest the most insane silliest and unheard about <laughs> i think uh, a tarantula fried spider that's the very scariest thing i mean it will spook away anybody but i see i i, I mean uh, that is one and another weirdest weird weird food that i've heard is frozen monkey brain uh, that's you know a delicacy in one of the southeast asian countries so tell us about a few dishes with which you call it a wrap to the year since we are almost into the end of the year i would like to know some 
maybe world dishes or you know exotic dishes which you have to have at least once a year it's like a tick mark on your bucket list every <laughs> year or does that bucket list keep increasing or it it keeps changing every year i love teppanyaki food i love um, you know japanese as i said that's on my top favorite whenever i'm going so that's something that i really look forward to every now and then amit you were once mentioning to me something about the secret recipes you know how they they are like guarded like holy grail and there are fights in the parts of the world that break out and correct you know there are gharanas who hold these recipes close to their chest so why don't you just spill some beans over that you've personally seen things like these haven't you i learned that um, in new york there are actually gangs around pizza sauce recipe so they so secret like you know we all know how secret is coke about the whole recipe of coke it's kept in a vault which nobody's ever seen or opened to the similar way these these pizza sauces are uh, italian community who is gone in generations and they keep this recipe very close to their restaurant and their restaurants have thrived and have grown because of those secret recipes and sauces and they kind of send each other each other's moves or each other's resources to work in each other's restaurant where they try to learn the recipe so it was very fascinating to know that how passionate pizza sauce you know small ingredient can be evolving around people's life wow that is some interesting fact how about some of your favorite indian dishes amit so from amritsar is definitely going to be the butter chicken which is actually delhi and amritsar both from punjab and delhi second is uh, rajasthan which is the lal mas again you know rajasthan dal bati churma is again very very then when you go down south idiyappam and uh, the banana wrap fish is very very again you know famous in delicacy vada pav from mumbai is again you know the staple and bhelpuri is something which is uh, phenomenal if we had it at the right place Absolutely and I can tell you Amit I've never ever had a more mouth watering moment ever on my show so during all your food adventures and travel to all these you know continents and countries that you have across the world what are some of the methodologies or the ways the preps that has really stood out for you is there anything I think uh, sorry I forgot how can I forget northeast the momos or the dimsims that we call from the indian version that that definitely the thukka which is uh, you know known to everybody that's something which is very unique to northeast think that is something which is very, very amazing i highly recommend to people who have not tried to try it wow you've literally drawn a picture in front of me which has come alive With this we come to the best and the most fun part of the show that is my personal favorite the rapid reflex round there will be some volley of questions that I'm going to quickly throw on you and I want the answers in not more than a word or maybe just a sentence so are you ready Amit Absolutely So let's get started One thing you would like to change about hospitality as a sector Gender diversity Excellent. One thing you would like to change about our education system. The race, the rat race that we run. What is your take on technological innovations and interventions that is taking away the one-on-one interaction from the human? 
embrace it with open arms that's the world travel to you is travel to through me is uh, learning and understanding and adapting to different ways and uh, uh, learning a different world outside the social environment that you live in awesome what's your take on climate change extremely important if today we don't look at renewable source of energy and if you don't give respect to carbon footprint and if you don't do energy conservation and water conservation and all of this this is not just going to be uh, this is something that we'll have to leave for the future otherwise uh, the future will always haunt us in terms of saying that the generation which is left us behind has not left uh, anything for us food to you is i think food is very important you got to respect food you got to for me it's it's a very motivating um, a very you know i i really i'm a big foodie and i i and i respect and and i enjoy different parts of the cuisine all over the world so uh, very important and very respectful and 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 i love love exploring new food uh, cuisines and cultures what about balanced diet amit balanced diet to you is extremely important uh, in today's uh, health the uh, world that we are in it's it's extremely important to balance and watch what you eat and what you should not eat okay chole bhature or lasagna pick your choose uh, lasagna if not hospitality and food what would you have been doing amit farmer all right and just one thing that you would like to leave our listeners with uh what makes me wonder is the whole world today that we are living in right now is fighting for this uh, i don't know mad race that we are on in is wondering what, what do we want to achieve whether it's russia whether it's anything else it's it's uh, it's life can be so simple we've complicated it too much for ourselves always always truly believe that you know if you are focused in life if you know what you want and if you're passionate towards it nothing can stop you super that is some pearl of wisdom thank you so so much for being on the show with me amit and you've really come unbound thank you so much mamta i really think it's a great opportunity and it was such a pleasure talking to you i've never done this in my you know career so far i think this was the most engaging conversation that i got in and i think i've never explored on um, audio or a video way of um, you know a complete journey i've had in my career so far and the people and the company that has been so important to me i think uh, kudos to you to get that out of me because that wasn't an easy task so thank you stay well thank you so much once again thank you so much for listening to today's episode i would love to know from you what idea or insight you unboxed from today's conversation just drop me a message over linkedin or in my inbox and remember to follow this podcast so that when the next episode drops you can join me for yet another one too keep coming and keep unbounding till then this is your host mamta signing off